0: hello hello welcome back to the gay racing podcast zach and alex here as always hello alex
1: hello zach
0: hello great to see you back after a wonderful weekend of racing before we talk about all that um alex you're gay right
1: oh i'm very gay are you gay
0: i'll talk we'll talk about that later um (laughs) so (laughs) If you're listening, you might also be gay or you're just an ally um or maybe you're not an ally. I don't know why are you listen to the gay racing podcast and that's kind of sus. um
1: that's an interesting decision <laughs> interesting yeah.
0: decision. Maybe they just really like racing. They just really like racing. they tolerate they can't. It. They tolerate they can't the gay. Stand us. They tolerate right. the gay part <laughs> of all the. <laughs> Anyways, happy Pride Month because we're recording on May 31st, so you're most likely listening to this in Pride Month. So happy Pride Month! I'm wearing a rainbow shirt to work tomorrow. I'm very excited about oh, that. Oh hell
1: yeah!
0: Yep, in my rainbow bracelet, and I wish I had. I'm gonna get some rainbow Crocs too. Um, Ooh. listen, Heartstopper has me in my um my cute boy era, and it's like you know mm. I'm really celebrating. I've never been more prideful after than after watching Heartstopper. So.
1: Oh, me either. Mm-hmm. I've never been so happy, so happy to be gay. Right. After watching that. Period.
0: So we got some plans. We had some plans um, for this month. Some guests. Um, we might do something related to Mario Kart. Maybe like a live stream. We don't know yet. We're thinking about it. We're thinking about maybe like the Saturday of um, Father's Day weekend because there's not going to be any NASCAR on. I don't know if IndyCar F one's going to be on. I got to check, but um, but like that Saturday will be open, so we might just kind of do something. But we'll, you know, yeah. Well, honestly, we haven't made any decisions yet, so. We'll see. I'm so but if you
1: play Mario Kart, you might be able to play with us.
0: Yeah, and lose, because I'm great. I'm really good at Mario Kart. <laughs> I'm talking big game. I'm talking big game. Oh, my gosh. I was at work today, and this little girl, I was telling her I play Mario Kart. She was like, oh, I bet I could beat you. I'm good at 200cc. Oh. I'm like, girl, sit down. <laughs> You're so funny. And That's very funny. I told her, I watch NASCAR. Um, I can do anything. So... Oh, period. <laughs> Anyways, um, hold. On, I gotta move my doc over here. All right. So obviously, we just had the the weekend of the year, the Christmas for motorsports. Um,
1: Merry Christmas. Merry,
0: Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Chrysler. Um, Merry Charles Leclerc. Um, we had a great weekend of racing. <laughs> it's the biggest of one race, weekend. the biggest in the biggest race in the world, Indianapolis, and then one of the biggest NASCAR races, the longest NASCAR race. The Coca-Cola 600. Um, how? Just in general, how was our like? You know, how was how was your day, Alex? How was your day of racing?
1: My day was great. Uh, Monaco was kind of slow. Monica I will talk was about weird. it. I
0: overslept and almost missed it, but it was raining. Yeah, you anyways. texted me
1: in panic, thinking that you missed the first half of it. I'm like I was, it wasn't even started.
0: I was turning on the TV as I was texting you, but Mother Nature mm-hmm. had me all good.
1: Yep. She had you covered. Mm-hmm. And then IndyCar, favorite race in the world, biggest race in the world. Period. I was so happy watching that. I'm on yeah. the edge of my seat the whole time. Oh, yeah. And and NASCAR, I was actually excited for it this year because of the car. And car. I think we had a pretty good race to talk about there, too. Oh,
0: yeah. And we're going to talk about all three of those races today. Um, Yeah, Monaco was weird. The, There's some weird stuff at the start. Indy, Indy it was kind of run-of-the-mill Indy 500. Not that that's a bad thing at all. Like, nothing really crazy happened, which... Well, something crazy almost happened at the end. not gonna lie, but... Again, we'll talk about that. And the 600, oh my god. All all the drama. We have a
1: lot to talk about there.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it was definitely an interesting day. I, like, my sister was moving back in with her boyfriend. And they have a camper, so there was, like, a lot of excitement going on at my house that Sunday. Luckily... I was still able to focus on Indy, and then the 600, everyone kind of went to sleep when the 600 was on, so, um, yeah, that's it. Right. So, um, Alex, also, you had a really good day, because you almost predicted all three of the winners on the podcast, like, everyone makes their predictions yes. for all three of the races Sunday morning, right? But we made I our made, picks.
1: I made my picks on the podcast, last week's episode, on the Monday, I believe we recorded on Monday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, like, Girl. what six days before the race?
0: Yeah, that's insanely I, impressive.
1: I picked Perez, I picked Erickson, and I picked uh, Ross Chastain, who dominated the NASCAR race. He did. Was so close. Everyone And he, didn't even, the... he could
0: even get you the point, man. Kyle Busch for in a second. I I love Kyle Bush, man.
1: <laughs> uh, I people on Twitter were asking me for the lottery numbers because I had Perez and I had Erickson.
0: Yeah, because you tweeted it Sunday morning. <laughs>
1: and it's like I did the second I rolled out of bed I tweeted it and and then after Perez won people were like oh and then Erickson won then it blew up yes it was crazy I had Carson Josevar in my notifications I wish <laughs> Carson
0: Josevar was in something of mine exactly. um anyways <laughs> um <laughs> who, who said that who said that well, anyway
1: <laughs> anyway but Who yeah, said that? I had what Twitter I had Twitter on a chokehold all day, apparently. I wasn't even trying to do that. Well, we
0: always have Twitter in a chokehold, and I again true. I try true. <laughs>
1: but yeah, it was a lot of fun. yeah. Uh, yeah, I have nothing really else to say about it. And I will say for IndyCar, Ericsson, the vibe was there for me all week. I was like Ericsson's probably going to win this race. It was there when I woke up Sunday morning I'm like Ericsson's probably so going to win this race cuz it was all Dixon yeah. and
0: Pole the first, yep. you know, before Dixon like Pole had his issues I forgot what it specifically was and then Dixon's yeah. Dixon pulled him on Toya 2009 NASCAR um at Indy That's that kills me
1: Right Kills are me. you ready to talk about the races?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the races. Let's start off with Monaco because we're gonna go in order, right? Um yeah. and Monaco was chill ish, um, kind of.
1: Well it started with some anger because they delayed the race because of rain, even though F one races in the rain.
0: I smell I smell scaredy cat. Um
1: I think they were terrified of having another spa situation. So, they just didn't go.
0: Well, I don't... Well, that is another spa situation, though. Like, what What does that mean, though?
1: I, they didn't want to start the race and then not actually have anything happen. I think is what they were worried about.
0: But, like... So, not starting the race at all is somehow better? Like...
1: <laughs>
0: I, they have, I don't
1: understand. Because they,
0: have, they I don't know. They have rules now that keep them from, like, giving points, you know? They
1: 100% could have started this race. And then there was standing water, which, yeah, that's when they should have red-flagged it. But they wasted, like, 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. So then they had standing
1: water. They had to let it go. And then then it rained again. They waited another, like, 30 minutes. It was weird. I feel like F1, their officiating is so weird. I don't think if Spa happened last year, and even finale last year i think they're just really nervous they're just make calls
0: yes they are nervous to make calls and that's not good because i've thought about this a lot over the weekend and we'll talk about mm-hmm. the IndyCar thing later but mm-hmm. being a race director i i imagine it's very hard because it's like you have to and the, even for nascar it's like do you do i throw a caution here because it's like as soon as you start thinking about the context of the race and like okay well maybe i shouldn't throw the caution because the leaders are doing no 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 it's just it needs to be black and white. Alright? You need mm-hmm. to follow the rule book black and white. That's how you be a race director. Okay? Yeah. Like, I guess. I mean that again, I'm just I'm gay, I'm I'm not a motorsport worker, but like come on. Like they are too afraid and it's like follow the protocol. And right. I guess with rain it's like you have to then it's it's all subjective at that point. You have to judge the track, is there too much water, but Y'all literally mm-hmm. have rain tires. I get that it's Monaco too, like it's you know that's the hardest track on the calendar. But come on, I don't know, man.
1: Right, and there's concerns already that they might not come back to Monaco after this year because the contract yeah, expires. The contract after expires. this race, and
0: they're having trouble and getting a deal back together.
1: Which I don't know. I, I don't know if any of that had anything to do with it. Like, oh, we don't want a disaster of a race monaco so we can resign like i don't know
0: maybe that's a good point
1: yeah i don't know we'll talk about
0: that again at the after the race but um that mm -hmm. is interesting to think about yeah i i don't know but there's been a theme this year of like some questionable like when they didn't put drs back on at emola it's like why okay the the rule book says drs should be on so why why is it not on you know Stuff like that. right? Um, or was it, it was, Yeah, I think it was Imola. Um
1: I think it was Imola. Yeah. And then
0: I don't remember if something happened at Spain. Or maybe I'm just misremembering. But it's just... Even last year, there were some kind of questionable calls. I just feel like F1 race directing has been very muddy. And I think the Hamilton and Verstappen battle definitely exposed it. Obviously, besides yep. Abu Dhabi, there were just moments where they kind of...
1: All last year, there were a lot of weird calls
0: and it's just like i don't remember it being like that in like 2020 or even like the little bits i watched in 2019 so right i don't know i it, it, it might be because it's like oh there's more people watching us we have to be entertaining which dude just have a motor race right speaking of motor races um <laughs> the race so leclerc was on pole which ugh, girl you know this boy has no luck at monaco it's his home home track
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: (laughs) the last thing he wanted was rain because it's like that's perfect conditions for him to mess up but um so he leaves like the beginning of the race and then once the track starts drying out um i think because they started the race on wets i believe Mm -hmm. so then intermediate tires start coming into play and i believe they switched the intermediate tires before they go into slicks or was it they... I think
1: what happened was they went to enters mm-hmm. while other people waited out the rain to dry up so they would go right to slicks mm. I, th- I think that's what happened so Charles had to pit twice
0: right if, I, if I remember track right position at the track, where track position is literally yeah. the only thing because you cannot pass at Monaco like...
1: yeah. and that's a big reason why I didn't pick Charles to win this race because it's Monaco And Charles, this is the first race he's ever finished, done all the laps at Monaco. And he
0: still didn't even get a podium, which is so, like, such a kick in the nuts, man. Like,
1: Yep. Yeah, and, I don't know, and Perez and Red Bull, I think they capitalized on it. Mm -hmm. And this is really, it became the battle of the second drivers, because Verstappen qualified fourth, I believe. Yeah. So he was behind Perez and Signs. And it just became a battle between Perez and Sainz at the end, which I found really interesting. Interesting, actually. the second
0: drivers because the championship battle was, you know, all the um, Claire and Verstappen. But now we see, mm-hmm. and it's good because Perez. There's a lot of talk about Perez last week having to do the team orders and let yeah, um, let Verstappen by. And I'm glad he gets to come to the biggest F1 race and win, get his third career right. win. That's awesome, man. That's so good. Um, and then same for like if Sainz because he's had a rough season. Getting second you know, that's good. Um he saved Ferrari mm-hmm. from losing too many points. Um so that's pretty good. I
1: wonder if Verstappen was ahead of signs if Red Bull would have asked Perez to let him go by.
0: I wonder that too. That I thought about that too. I really did think about that, because it's like, like well let's extend that championship lead, you know.
1: Right. That would have been controversial. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious what they would have done, but yeah. they had signs in the middle, so that we won't know. But so Any, anything Perez, else on this race?
0: Perez, Leclerc, and Verstappen—they they did pit for intermediates, I believe. Okay. Science skip straight to heart. So science Ferrari put Sainz, yeah, I remember this now. Because a few laps after Leclerc pitted, they had science come in mm-hmm. and put him on slick tires. Which, like, yeah, so they really did screw Charles because science was in front of him at that point, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when that red flag came out, um, they, I believe, they pitted did they pit? I believe they pitted the Ferraris for medium tires, and then they had to double stack, so Leclerc lost a little bit more time. I, Ferrari just did not do any favors for Charles,
1: and it's right
0: upsetting because he's not only it's not only his home race but he's in the championship battle and he needs to get momentum back right like he just mm-hmm. i would not want to be charles right now he's had some bad weeks man
1: he, he was very weeks. mad on the radio i would after be this too.
0: yeah it's it's annoying it's frustrating
1: but yeah perez won the monica race um anything else on the f1 race um
0: I mean, cuz there's not
1: really a lot to say, to yeah, be honest. On, but
0: that battle at the end was intense cuz I I was rooting for science. Um I like Ferrari. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see him get by. Unfortunately, just couldn't get close enough. It's it's Monaco, right? It, it, you know. Yeah. It was pretty But there's there is ways to take there is ways to overtake at Monaco. People have done it. We haven't seen it lately in these this car. I mean, I saw that clip of Guan uh Zhou Guan Yu, like, trying Mm. to overtake, and he, like, almost lost it. Did you see that clip? Right.
1: I think so, yeah. Yeah,
0: That was crazy, but... I I gotta look at the highlights, because I don't... Lewis
1: was trying to get around Esteban Ocon for the longest time. That was... That was also something fun to watch.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, we talked about um, Monaco maybe not coming back next year. Because... Sorry, obviously all races are contracted, and rumor is they're having trouble putting a contract together. Some people think it's because, um, Monaco, they have released, like, weird, like, TV kind of stuff in their contract where they have their own TV production crew. That's why all the camera angles and race, and, like, production, what's it called, broadcast, like, directing sucks because it's the local Monaco crew, and it's, like, that's why they'll be focusing on Charles Leclerc during qualifying, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there was one moment where, like, instead of having... Like, during LeClaire's flying lap, they showed Verstappen's, like, out-lap. And then during Verstappen's oh. flying lap, they show LeClaire's in-lap. Like, they're not actually focusing. It's like, they they don't actually know what's going on, you know?
1: That's dumb. It's
0: It was very <laughs> annoying. Um, It felt like Fox was broadcasting. So...
1: Right.
0: <laughs> so... That And that might be why maybe, like, Liberty Media and F1, they have, like, a more closer hold on their media now. So it's like, okay, come on, y'all. We want the TV. And maybe Monaco's like, nope. But I think... I
1: could see that being the problem. Here's the thing. Yeah.
0: I'm going to be real with you. F1 is a big part of why Monaco is a big place, I feel like. Because, like, when you think of Monaco, you think of the race. And I don't even mean, like, us. Like, any time in culture that Monaco is mentioned, I feel like it's about the F1 race.
1: There's several movies where, if they're in Monaco, the race is going.
0: The race is... Exactly. Like, I mean, Overwatch's, like, new Monaco map, Monte Carlo map, literally, the payload's an F1 car. Like, (laughs) it's such a... Both for Monaco and F1, they're such a big part of each other's culture. Mm -hmm. I don't see how there's no deal reached at some point. I think there'll be a deal. I think we'll be back for Monaco, but... At the same time, they don't wanna like my uh Las Vegas is getting added to the schedule and there's only like six tracks that don't have a contract for next year. Um Mm -hmm. so it's like what track's gonna get cut? Maybe Monaco gets cut.
1: I think Miami is kind of trying to be the replacement for Monaco if that were to happen.
0: Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Because we had we had the fake marina. I think that's I think that was the point. That's T. I think that's literally why they did and that. The they celebrities. wanted to be the new Monaco. Oh my god, yeah.
0: that's tea.
1: Yeah. So like, if if not, they're gonna, because Miami's just a week prior, or two weeks prior, so like, you know, it's the same time of year and everything.
0: Interesting.
1: I think that's what they're trying to do, personally. I think if it doesn't come back, they're gonna just try pushing Miami as the new Monaco.
0: Well, and then it's like, do you have it on the same, you can't have it on the same day. As the Indy 500, right? There's no way.
1: Make it a big race day in America. I don't know.
0: No. No. No, we can't well, do then,
1: this. then, Zach, what if then someone could run the triple?
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Actually, I don't know if that's actually that. feasible. I don't
0: hate it because then it's like Zach Brown can be at both races. Yeah. Because I, I he was at Indy and I'm like, huh.
1: But, I mean, I've thought about it. I feel like that's probably what they tried doing i don't know something Make about it, a it big rubs me thing the wrong way something about it rubs me the wrong yeah. way i don't know it's too, no, for sure i get it
0: i don't know too many big races in america going on anyway well <laughs> that's just that's an interesting thought um yeah and would you be sad if it was not on the calendar because a lot of people don't like monaco obviously it's an awful racetrack
1: it is <laughs> well i wouldn't really care but i haven't been a long time f1 fan like that's like if uh That's like if NASCAR took off Darlington. Like, that's the comparison I think of. It's the closest comparison. You know what I mean?
0: Even though it's like, well, they actually passed at Darlington. It's like... Well,
1: okay. That's
0: why it's hard to compare. Because, like, any track in NASCAR that's valued normally has good racing. Bristol, Martinsville, and even, like, Charlotte, obviously. Charlotte's Mm -hmm. an old track. Daytona, obviously. Like, all the old tracks have stayed on the schedule because the racing's good right yeah and monaco i bet i mean used to have good racing but now the cars have gotten too big for their britches and it's just i don't know like my phone case is the monaco layout because i just think it's such a cool race mm-hmm. it's not a good race obviously but the qualifying's cool. and then even i mean i have to say i was entertained those last 10 laps seeing if science could get by him. i'm just saying so it's so weird. He-
1: it's weird for here's me. my hot take Okay. Take the take Monaco off the F one schedule and put it on the Mario Kart Eight Deluxe Booster Pass.
0: Bro, if you don't put that put that track in that game, because Mario. If it all leaves F one for Mario Kart. If, if y'all, y'all don't know Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, in like Mario Kart Tour, they ha- Mario Kart Tour has a lot of city tracks, the phone game, mm-hmm. and they they're adding them to Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Dude. Monaco is one of the most famous cities in the world, and it's literally about racing. How can you not have it I think Mario that'd be Kart? so much fun. It would be... So- oh, my God. It would be so fun, and it's also a really good layout for how Mario Kart races. Because you want to drift everywhere. So that would be yeah. such a fun track, man. Oh, Girl, please make it happen. Nintendo, please. That's it. That's
1: All that's right. Are we ready to talk about the biggest race in the world? The Indianapolis 500. Oh,
0: I just- I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with <laughs> you
1: wrong <laughs> but
0: i that, i will never get I'll over dare it. you no i will I'll never get over you. how petty the organizers were when they made that race like okay we're just gonna make make it 100 more miles that's so petty <laughs> they're so petty oh, call them richard oh my god Anyway, marcus
1: erickson won the indianapolis 500 as i told you last who, week. i know
0: who saw that coming
1: just me apparently just
0: you because um, I, ser- I laughed again when you made the pick, and then he won. And
1: I, I, I called you out. I'm like, last time I you laughed at my pick, he won. I was like, all so, right,
0: Alex. <laughs> you did.
1: Whenever I, whenever I pick Erickson, he wins the race. You do. So, you
0: really save him for the wins. That's crazy. I, I do. Gosh, I can't.
1: So, did you enjoy this race, the Indy 500, this year?
0: It was solid. Um, What's really cool about the Indy 500 to me... Is this the quickest 500-mile race? And I think technically it is, Mm -hmm. but, like, it doesn't feel like a 500-mile race. I'm on the edge of my seat the entire time. I like how there's no stages. You know, it's just... The battle for the win, you know, and they were talking on TV. It's like the battle is... There's the race from lap 1 to 180, and then there's the last 20 laps. But, honestly, I feel like, you know, stuff that Alex Pillow, that happened to him, took him out of the win, Track position's important at Indy and having the right pit strategy can affect your race later. It's important to follow it from lap 1 to lap 200 and that's one of my favorite things about the 500.
1: And you yeah. got to be perfect every single pit stop, you got to be perfect nearly every single and you lap. You lucky. Yep. So that's because who. Dixon had a speeding penalty final pit stop, which that would just that's heartbreaking, heart-breaking for heartbreaking. Scott Dixon. He yep. only has that one Indy 500 win, yep. and it feels like he doesn't have it because it was he's in 2008 lost
0: it too. It was like so yeah. long ago, you
1: know. He has lost the 500 so many times in so many ways. He should oh, have yeah. won in 2020. I feel like yeah, definitely. And it, that was heartbreak. I couldn't believe that. Okay. And then Alex Palou, who was probably the second best car.
0: Yeah, him and Pillow He was looking trying to save fuel together, which I thought was really interesting.
1: That was interesting. And Pillow had the caution come out at the bad time, which is what happened to Dixon last year in 2021. And that sent Pillow back to the pack. And by the way, Pillow made a good recovery. He finished like 11th or something. Um, But yeah, Dixon, Pillow are the class of the field, but just got unlucky.
0: And it was interesting. I talk about like kind of watching the entire race. It was interesting seeing guys try to like like Connor Daly and Rainus VK early in the race, they were trying to mess with that strategy, like trying to split them up so it's like one of the cars yeah, has VK to stay got out it in between front. Them. They have to stay out in front and burn more fuel and I just I don't know, I really like that. I really like that. Um seeing how that mm-hmm. played out, unfortunately it didn't really come to anything. But um we saw the McLaren's well really let's talk about uh, you know, Pato and Marcus Erickson, the top two that were battling for the win in even throw in Felix Rosenquist. They were all running fourth through sixth the entire day. Yes. <laughs> right? They all oh, the entire day. And then really, the contenders for the win got separated. Um, you know, the men from the boys were separated with that final cycle of pit stops. Um, the one time we didn't get a caution during the cycle because it felt like we were getting it every pit cycle. And. That really separated the men from the boys, and I thought that was interesting. Um, and then Marcus had this huge lead, and it's like, what the heck? I mean,
1: And by the way, Erickson had to get around because he ended up losing spots in one of those pit stops. Yeah. because Because when he exited, he got loose trying to exit, so he lost a couple spots. He had to get back around Pato and Rosenquist. Oh, yeah. So, like, he earned this. Five hundred win. He had to fly around both of them, and then he pulled away. He
0: pulled away. Well, she
1: don't. The the pick crew because didn't fuel wasn't an issue anymore. Fuel wasn't an issue, so he could get as far away as he. I wanted. I know.
0: I could tell he like kicked it into like a metaphorical high gear. Like he. That's again yeah. lap one eighty at the Indy five hundred. That's when stuff really does get real. It is so cool yep. seeing those guys that are contending for the win. It's like it's like at the end of like an Olympic race, like. And it's like, it's the last lap, and they start sprinting. That's what it felt like.
1: Yeah,
0: It was just so cool. Because I could tell Marcus was really pushing and making that gap. And then Pato, Pato and Felix are back. They're like, okay, wh- what do we do? Lap traffic's a factor. Again, mm-hmm. it was an entertaining race. It was solid. Nothing crazy happened, almost. Um, Because we... What was that last accident? Jimmy. It was Jimmy. <gasps> it was
1: Jimmy Johnson. Not his teammate. And- Jimmy did lead a lap before this because he was hoping to catch a caution while being out front. Um, which is good for him. He led a lap. That's really cool to say. You. And, yeah, that turn two was really getting people this whole race. And that same thing happened to Jimmy as it did VK, uh, Grosjean, and Callum Eilat. happened the same spot. Um, really sucks for Jimmy. So close to finishing this race.
0: Oh, yeah. It is um, unfortunate. How unfortunate. He was running like kind of 11th the entire day.
1: Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy was in the 20s the whole day. Really?
0: Okay. He started kind of around. Yeah, he started 12th and then kind of went
1: backwards. He kind of, he had a bad start. And then I think he just kind of struggled. It sounded like his car was too tight from what I read. Probably. He wasn't happy with how it was handling. So they kept making it looser and looser. Um made I was thinking he'd come back through like uh he did at Texas but it just right. never happened. Interesting. But almost made the whole race which I think that's a yeah. huge commitment for him. I
0: I feel bad for him cuz there's just no ovals on the schedule for him to really refine the skill. I mean I I've, I've been talking about how we need more speedways so it's like people like Ed Carpenter can actually get practice for Indy but whatever.
1: Right. Um, I'm curious how he runs at Iowa and Gateway. Yeah. I think they're they'll short, be good at Iowa. Shorter. I mean, yeah,
0: they'll be good, but it's just a different. It's different. Right. It's a different arrow package, even like it's just,
1: true. So the red flag came out after Jimmy Johnson's incident. Um, this was a controversial moment. Apparently, at the track, according to like Jeff Gluck, who was at the track, listened to his podcast. He was saying the crowd went nuts when they did the red flag in excitement. They were very happy about it. This race is going to finish under green. Um, apparently, the fans at the track really wanted this race to finish under green.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Which, I think that's fair. I you know, was a little bummed. Like, oh, it's not going to finish under green. Like, you know, whatever. I was hoping to see Erickson just be like a mile ahead. Like, he was just pulling away. But So they throw the red flag. Zach, how do you feel about it? I have a lot to say. Well, I'll hear what you think first.
0: We talked about this last year with Formula One. They did they, they did this a lot. Um, mm-hmm. They did this at Baku and open wheel cars with trophy dashes to the finish. When you, because they intention like okay, when you throw the red flag, I feel like you can only throw it if there's actual reason to throw the red flag like the like there there cannot be any cars on the track at the moment and mm. obviously like that was like the seventh type of incident that we had with Jimmy Johnson spin like everyone's been spinning like that all day so why is it a red flag now obviously it's it's to get you know a finish and ugh, i get it but i feel like it only had the potential To make the race worse. Because I agree. Marcus Erickson really did work for that gap. And Yes, cautions come out and bunches the field back up. I like I'm at least glad that it wasn't like F one Abu Dhabi. It could have been worse. At least it's like like F one, they should have red if they wanted to do it like that at Abu Dhabi, they should have red flagged it as soon as the safety car came out. Because I think it's I think it'd be worse if you have the safety car out and then it's like a question. Okay, are they going to get restarted? So I'm fine with it. I'm not the biggest fan. I I feel like there needs to be a rule because yes. we talked about this with F1 and race directing. It's like you cannot leave this up to judgment, or it's like whoever's whoever's doing the race directing. Do they feel like having a green white checkered? You know, it's like because if you follow the rule book. That race ends under caution. I'm sorry, that race ends under caution. Yep. And I think oh. it would have been okay if the race ended under caution. Because really, nothing would have mm-hmm. changed.
1: So I like, yeah. Go ahead. entirely agree. IndyCar, if they want to do this, they need to just have a rule. If they do what NASCAR did before they added green-white checkers, say, if it gets to this lap, we're going to red flag it. Say, make it clear. You know, like, they can't just say, okay, we're going to do... We're just going to throw a red flag because we want to finish under green. Like, that, there's that's not a rule. Yeah. You can't just decide, yeah, we're going to do this for... And
0: that's fair reasons. enough. I think like, the rule could be, if, like, like, 10 if, laps to go, you, within 10 laps to go. Mm-hmm. One red flag. I think that's fine. You get one red flag and one more mm-hmm. restart.
1: Like, if you want that, sure. If you want to have green-white checkers, sure. Like, you have to have a rule, though.
0: They need to put a rule so that we all and,
1: know... They did this in 2014, I believe. They did the same thing. And then they've also done this last year at Detroit. And by the way, that cost Will Power a win because his car stalled. Imagine yeah. if that happened to Marcus Erickson. Uh, that would have been a bunch of see, BS. that's
0: the thing, though, too. And then, too. It's like...
1: also, Road America last year, the same thing kind of happened. He had a late race incident, and Joseph Newgarden's Gearbox gave out. And... Just because we want green flag finishes, we don't need... It just causes nonsensical issues. Yeah, it's not I good think for they those cars dodged, They dodged a bad situation. And by the way, Ed Carpenter's car did not re-fire right away. I and remember, yes, yeah, some, some guys did not re-fire.
0: And it's just like... Mm, I mean, it happens.
1: So, but... they had, IndyCar avoided a very bad situation that Erickson still won this race. I would have felt... Very sour about it if Pato Award won this race.
0: It would have been, I felt almost yeah. cheated. And it's like at the same time, Erickson did defend from Pato. Like, Pato still could not yes. get by Erickson, which And
1: they, IndyCar put Ericsson in a position where he was swerving all over the track, risking getting a penalty for blocking because you're not supposed to block. Yeah. I think he really rode the line on that, as he should. It's the Indy 500. I don't know. I just did not care for that red flag at all. Like, if I'm sure we got a red-green finish, if that's what fans want, sure. Make it a rule, though. You cannot just decide, okay, we're going to have a red flag. We want this race to finish under green. Like yeah. you, I feel like you can't do that. That's, like, even NASCAR, as much as I don't like overtime anymore, they have a rule. Yes. That is their rule. Yes. For points you know, Texas, races, they have
0: a very clear rule. For points races, they yeah, have a very Texas, clear rule.
1: <laughs> Texas was not clear at all. But this, it is clear, IndyCar, they, I don't know, they've done the this several times know, now. Yeah. This is the third time in the last year IndyCar has done this. And, and I, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I think and an easy have. Yeah, keep going.
1: This was a solid Indy 500, and making a two-lap dash, going for the biggest race win in the world, yes. is Inherently dangerous. Oh yeah, listen, so remember, these are hurt.
0: open-wheel cars going 230 miles per hour. Yeah. Like, we it... don't need to put these drivers in a situation like this. Like, imagine a no. second. Yeah. Someone's slipping. <laughs> like, like come on. And,
1: well, in Pato's move, I believe it was in the white flag lap, when yeah. they were side-by-side yeah, going yeah, into movie, one, yep. like, Pato could have pulled a Takuma in 2012 moment, yeah. and like, He'd be fine, probably, sure. But still, it's like, why are we putting them in that situation for no reason? When the race was already going to be... Erickson was long gone.
0: Yeah,
1: And I I think, honestly, they could have thrown a yellow, cleaned up the Jimmy Johnson incident, and probably had a lap or two to go still if they really wanted to. But they didn't want to risk it. Yeah. So they just red flagged it right there.
0: I, th- I think they would have ran out of time. Because the, Jimmy Wreck was... Well, and to
1: go. that's the rules. That's fine. If they run out I of think, time...
0: Yeah, I over. mean, that is the rules, though. And it's like, I think my rule would be like, okay, from 10 to go to 5 to go, there's a caution. You can throw a red flag. But if yeah. it's under 5 to go, Bestie, the race is over. I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. the reason... And I don't like overtime in NASCAR that much because I feel like it makes... When there's a guaranteed overtime, 10 laps to go at the Coke 600 is not as intense as 10 to go in the Indy 500. And I feel like people will wreck more, like in NASCAR, like I kind of use Knoxville as this example, people will wreck more because they know, oh, well, there's still another restart coming. you know, it's like, I'm not really losing laps. Like, I don't know, man. It's just... The racing yeah. will be more intense because you'll know you'll be closer to the finish, technically.
1: Mm-hmm. Always.
0: Than, like, adding laps. But, and also TV windows, too. But, yeah. Um, that's that's just my opinion on it. I think overtime's a little dumb. I think NASCAR I can keep doing it, but I'm... Well, even NASCAR could adopt this rule if they wanted to be it, a racing series. I'm just saying. If
1: you If you want to do overtime, I'm all for it. Sure, I'm not the biggest fan of it. But if you if you're gonna have it, it needs to be a rule. And NASCAR has it as a rule. IndyCar does not.
0: Yeah, that is my that's the big and thing. F1
1: doesn't either. F1 is also they a, need
0: a rule like that too. They've also
1: broken this too.
0: They need yes, to, because the, I mean Abu Dhabi was a disaster. Because it, I mean I, I thank God this wasn't like Abu Dhabi. Oh my gosh. I mean it would have been yeah. different because it's not like anyone well, was going to pit anyways. But
1: I I keep pointing to if Ericsson, if his car did not refire like Ed Carpenter's did. Like for the Indy 500. Why'd we like, do this? Yeah, and like everyone, the, everyone that was celebrating would be like, "Why did they throw the red flag?" Because now they cost Ericsson to win. It's like, it's was yeah. it worth it? Again, we got a lap and a half. It like, only had potential to it.
0: make the race worse.
1: Yep, we got the thankfully, exact
0: same as result. Like I don't think it made the race better. Yeah. It did not make the no. race better. That's the thing. I would have no. felt cheated if Pato won that race. Like
1: <laughs> me too, and I'd be so happy for Pato, but I. I would. It's I, just,
0: it's like, am I happy for Verstappen winning that championship when it's like he deserved to win it in a more deserving manner?
1: Because, but that had a whole season's worth of baggage. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like that's a bit different. So, yeah,
0: moral um, of the story, um, stop trying to be entertaining. Like, again. Yeah. Just have a motor race, man. Um, that's right. my opinion. But yeah, I think it's good. We, Claire, have a rule. That's the yep. takeaway from that last 20 minutes of talking about this. Have a Good discussion.
1: Um, so, a couple more notes about the 500. Uh, Team Penske, I want to talk about them. Vacation. Yeah, they. it was their day off. They just, in both Indy and NASCAR. They
0: <laughs> showed up at the All-Star Race, the most pointless race of the year. Literally swept all of their little stages. And then they go to Indianapolis. He owns the nap. track and the
1: series. Chilling. I'm just going to take the day off. I'm
0: just just take the day so, off.
1: I think what's going on here is I noticed a connection. Uh, they won in 2019 with Simon Paginode. They introduced the arrow screen in 2020. Interesting. I feel like the arrow screen is the problem for Team Penske. Is it? At Indianapolis. Right, because it's
0: like Texas, they finished
1: 1-2. They yeah. were really fast at Texas. Something <sighs> what is made them on? be off. I feel like that is what it is. I mean, we had Scott McLaughlin. He was flying through the field, um, but then he had his incident. I think McLaughlin had the best car, the Penske cars. Joseph was around 12th the entire day. What's going
0: on with Will Power?
1: And Power dropped like a rock from the start. Because I was going to say, maybe it's just
0: because track position and they suck in qualifying, so then they they just can't make up the track position. But, I mean, if Power drops like a rock, then it's just, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. What, like, I really what's, think what's it has problem? something
1: to do with the screen. Hmm. Something with the screen. I don't know why. That's so I mean, we see this with uh, Alexander Rossi, too. Because he was good in 2019, and then all of a sudden, he's not doing good. I think there's something to do with yeah. that. And, and Dreddy,
0: I... too, isn't even that good at Indy right now, True. anyways. And that and, makes me think. They... Our sample mm-hmm. size for our Speedway ovals, again, is so small, so it's like well, Texas is True. just one track, you know. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis is also just one track. It's like th- th- those are the only two times we we even run this arrow package. So it's like, you know, how are we supposed? To, yeah. How are they supposed to learn anything or know anything? You know, I heard, we don't have COVID on the at, schedule anymore either, and that right. was in twenty nineteen. So that's interesting.
1: I read that their IndyCar is going to try having a lighter arrow screen for next season. Um, I'm curious how that'll impact. Lighter? This. Yeah, it's supposed to be lighter. Apparently oh. it's like extremely heavy right now.
0: Yep. Oh, I bet to make sure it was sturdy oh. enough. Hopefully they test it.
1: I'm sure they will. the na- well, screen's been amazing. If, if NASCAR but, was yeah.
0: doing it, they wouldn't test it. As we've seen with everything <laughs> that's happened this year, they don't test anything. Well,
1: I'm talking right. I'm talking a lot so, of trash. Sorry. But So Team Penske i'm curious how they'll go from here because i feel like they were better in practice and stuff yeah they qualified a little better but they were still bad in the race except mclaughlin who had that Fun- issue in qualifying the
0: field and... and then he wrecks so
1: <laughs> yeah so i think if mclaughlin could have finished the race it'd be a different story but yeah still. they
0: got to f- they do have to figure it out though um yeah. Obviously. I mean, it's important for them to run good at Indianapolis. They own the series. Mm-hmm. They're one of the biggest IndyCar teams. And then when their competitor Ganassi is having five cars in the t- in like you know, the top 12 or qualifying yeah. at least. But you know, I mean, you know, Dixon and Pelot almost won the race. Erickson actually does win the race. We thought Canaan, we didn't even mention Tony Canaan. We thought he was about to run up there and win that race. Even yeah, on the restart. Kanaan was up there too. On that restart we thought he was going to do something. So,
1: dang, mm-hmm.
0: and he don't even run the series anymore. So it's like, come on, y'all.
1: And and by the way, I don't think it's a Chevrolet problem because McLaren, as we mentioned, they were fast all day. Oh yeah, as consistently.
0: We said. Pato and um, Felix so were up. So
1: it's something with Pinsky. It because is because McLaren and was ECR good too, and ECR the too.
0: Like yeah, they're fine. Yeah.
1: So so it's it's something Penske... Figure busy- it out, Roger. <laughs> Come on, Tim. That's, Let's get to work. That's,
0: that's, a, um, <laughs> that's a command. That's an order from, from your besties. Commander. Yes.
1: Your top two fans. We yes. want you to do well. Koalas. Uh, some other points. Uh, Elio Castroneves gained 20 positions in this race. I wanted to highlight that. Because I think if he would have qualified better, Elio could have won a fifth. And he had a at. really good car. Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah, qualifying is important, man. I mean, track position...
1: Mm -hmm. it's so hard
0: at this track because it goes think about how fast it goes by and there's no guaranteed stages so there's no Mm -hmm. extra resource to gain positions um it's easy to make mistakes on pit road like it's just you know it's track positions tough but i'm kind of glad that it's not too hard to pass still kind of
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah interesting
1: so yeah he finished seventh he started 27th and then lastly uh ims indianapolis motor speedway they were within about five thousand seats away from being a sellout, which this is the largest crowd since twenty sixteen, which was the hundredth running. That's crazy. The energy at IMS looked like impeccable. It was crazy.
0: How was the pre-race show, Alex? And I didn't get a chance to watch it because my busy um, Sunday. But how was um how was it?
1: Not as not as good as last year. I feel but like it, it, it used to be
0: really good, and I wa- I caught a glimpse of it this year, and I was just like, mm.
1: it was. It was tremendous last year. Right. But this year was kind of eh. I feel like they didn't really talk about a lot. It was mainly just they talked about Elio a lot. which, And then they talked about Jimmy a lot, which I get. I get but... it. But... And then they had some goofy bits, which is not like Fox goofy. Not Fox. You are like... about
0: to say NASCAR on Fox?
1: <laughs> but like Put it goofy, out. You know? Yeah. Like they had some Rutledge stuff. Oh, Rutledge was, was
0: there. Did... All you had to say was Rutledge was there.
1: But by the way Rutledge Wood is good it's just the pre-race i don't think he was necessary i think during the race when they cut to him on a in the middle of the one of the water in the middle of the track yeah and he was just like in a boat i thought that was Small funny boat, that yeah. reminded me of like 2000s nascar yeah like that's
0: I think the that's perfect fine. way to put comedy like, yeah. into your broadcast it's like have a guy that's supposed to be funny and it's have like a fucker around the track i i don't know if you said it but yeah, I think Clinton Boyer should kind of do that low key. I still like him in the booth, it's just like low key, he should maybe do that. Either that or get we'll, put on med- We'll
1: talk yeah. about it. So I have I have more stuff to say about Fox Leader. Mm-hmm. Again. <laughs> Girl. Uh anything else about Indianapolis five hundred?
0: Um I don't think so. I'm
1: I have I have one more thing. Well, say your one more thing. Alright. Marcus Erickson is now the points leader. Okay, yeah, wait, I, I, I forgot
0: about that. So, like, let's look at IndyCar points, because, um, Indy, as you know, the Indianapolis 500 is double points. It's the only double points race on the IndyCar calendar, which I think is mm-hmm. good. Um, like, I, if NASCAR actually had a point system, I would think Daytona. And the 600 c- kind of is more points right now because of the extra stage, but it yeah. should be double points. But, um, oh, there's a picture of Pelot and Ericsson. They look like besties. On the website. Um, They're so cute. Ericsson, I wish I could show you guys. Erickson
1: went from eighth to first in points. And as we mentioned last week's episode, he said whoever sorry, wins the race will likely be the foot leader Yes.
0: That's crazy. I guess because we've only had a few races, but oh my God. And Pado's. Yeah, this second. counts
1: as. This is the equivalent of two wins. Wow. Because I'll it's tell a you double what, point race.
0: Pado Award mm. is a championship contender, man. He was last year obviously, but I he's in I a really good
1: form. He's a lot more consistent this year. He
0: fixed his problems. I'm, I'm telling you, he should go to F one. If he gonna act like this. <laughs> if he's gonna act like this. He should go to F one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um yeah, so we got Erickson, Pato, Palo. Um and Palo is like how many I can't do math. Fourteen points back. Power is twenty four back. Um and then then it's a big gap. To Joseph, who's like uh, almost like 50, 52. fifty-two points back, so that's what the championship picture is looking like. And for context, the winner of a race gets fifty points. Um, yeah, not Indy. Obviously, they get one hundred. So, yeah, wow. So
1: I was gonna say, I think Colton Herda, after he won at the IMS Road Course, I think this nearly takes him out of the championship. I forgot he
0: won that, the IMS Road Course. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah,
1: I we didn't mention Herda, so I guess that's another thing I'll mention. Because he, he was wrecked the
0: final practice, so it's like a whole new car he had to run. Not even, yeah. like, n- can't even do a shakedown on it. The handling was mm-hmm. awful, too loose. Um, Then he had engine problems. Yeah. So, but yeah, with the
1: championship, Dixon, Dixon probably would have been up there, too, if he would have stayed right, up there. And that sucks, a bit. man. Yeah.
0: I mean, think I, about it. If you finish second or, like, even top five, you're getting, like, 60 points. You know, mm-hmm. he would have been like up there with, he would be second in points right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow.
1: going to be interesting because I think now that Indy's over, it's going to, the ch- shift toward the championship is going to really change. I mean, yeah, like oh.
0: almost 50% of the championship's over, you know. Right. That's insane.
1: Yeah. Um, All right.
0: Felix is ninth. That's crazy. Yeah. It would be interesting yeah. to see how this plays out. Um. I think if I had to bet money polo He's still there. Yeah. Still there.
1: I'm sticking with my preseason championship pick a Pato. My heart wants Joseph, obviously. Yeah. But I think it's I think this might be a Pato versus Pelow.
0: Honestly, I think this championship might look a lot like last year. Where it's but like another Pillow. thing. Uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Erickson has I saw this on Twitter before we recorded. Ericsson has had gained the most points of any driver since Detroit last year. Even more than Polo.
0: He is a very consistent driver. And now that he has the points lead...
1: Yeah. hmm. I could... It could be a sneaky championship. I mean, Lee Diffie calls him the sneaky Swede. And he was sneaky that whole month. He's gotten some sneaky
0: wins. All three of his ones are very sneaky. Yep. So, we'll see how that works. I'll be watching Will Power, too, see what he can do from fourth.
1: Yeah, Power's been really consistent outside of Indy as well.
0: Once again, IndyCar having a great championship battle. Um... Yeah, yeah cool all right um we're ready to take a break alex i'm ready all right so we'll be back um y'all listen to our sponsors and we'll talk about well, we we have some tea right
1: we have some tea right. it's I'll, brewing
0: i'll put the tea on all right all right welcome back to the and podcast um It is time for the tea in the last few weeks. um, The tea was very, very dry. It was not very flavorful. It was barely there. Um, I think one week we literally didn't have it. But this week, we actually got... Excuse me. We just had a lot... Oh my god, I just ate peanut M&M's. Now I'm regretting it. It's stuck in my
1: throat. We actually have a full brew of tea for you this week. I'm (laughs) sorry. Zach mess. is dying, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm trying. I'm fighting for my life out here. Alex, keep talking. I'm gonna drink water.
1: It is time for the tea. During our break, I opened up Twitter and I saw that the IndyCar game is still a thing. Uh, I thought this game was dead because, because it's by Motorsport game Games
0: has been. They've been under a lot of fire publicly. Because Aren't they like bankrupt? <laughs> like they've lost a lot of money, and the investors are kind of shady. And it's just like obviously NASCAR Twenty One Ignition was maybe was the worst bad. NASCAR game ever. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm not very excited about this indie car game. Going to be real with you, my expectations are literally on the floor. I'm I, expecting it to not work.
1: I really want an indie car game so bad. Oh my god, so bad. And please give. Roger, Roger Pinsky, are you listening? Please. Just cancel this. Give the rights to Monster Games, who made the SRX game. Oh, yeah. I would love it forever. The SRX game is one of the most fun racing games games I've played.
0: They made, like, some of the last Heat games, kind of. Like, they were part of that Uh team. Honestly, those games are good. I like NASCAR Heat 5. Does it have problems? Of course. Oh, yeah. But I have fun racing the AI on that game.
1: The SRX game, the AI, is so right. good. They actually race. They make mistakes. Yeah. It It's one of my favorite racing games ever. And I feel like that's it's like right up there with NASCAR Thunder 04 for me. That's like, insane. Like, it's that good. Yeah.
0: It's got like a paint it, booth, too.
1: Yeah, it's a really good paint game. booth. I need to get that You game. do. I love it. I, I've been fixated on it the past couple weeks. You have. Yep. It's so good. Please, Roger... I'm begging. Monster Games would make a good game. God, yeah, and I know like, they would.
0: every time I watch any IndyCar car race, especially the Indy 500, I'm just like, I want to do this. I want to play an IndyCar car game.
1: Yeah, and like I want to, I want to do qualifying. I want to do the four laps do- of
0: qualifying. Yeah,
1: I want to do the five hundred. Yeah. I want to qualify. I want to do the whole season.
0: And like, the, my only options are like project cars too. And so I saw a video. Shout out to GP Laps. Um, he's on Twitter. I watched it too. And he has a YouTube video. And he made or a YouTube channel. And he made a video about like the best IndyCar "quote unquote" game in twenty twenty two. And he basically went over Assetto Corsa and their IndyCar mod, um, R Factor two and their official IndyCar mod. And then iRacing and it's like okay all these options are cool but none of these work for me because either iRacing is too expensive course that doesn't have like IndyCar rules like rolling starts and it's like the AI kind of suck R factor the AI really suck or you have to tweak it a lot and it's just like I'm not doing I'm sorry I don't have time to mess with the AI settings for 20 minutes... Like, I, when I play the F1 game, I get annoyed when I have to calibrate my difficulty by running three laps. Like, it's just so annoying, and I just want right. to hop in and do the race, and just do the racing, and just... So much... Ugh. Like, there's no good option for me if I want to play IndyCar yeah. right now. There's just no good option. The quality's not there, so I'm just stuck with F1 and NASCAR, and it's just... Ugh. IndyCar's different, man.
1: Play the SRX game. That is my... Uh, closing statement on this topic. When it
0: goes on sale, I'm going to get it. It just hasn't been on sale. You
1: should. It's like $40. It is like so good.
0: Like, <clears throat> I don't want to drop 40 do-
1: <coughs> I think it's worth <laughs> Sorry. 40 Zach is still dying. <coughs> so, yeah, $40. It's hard <coughs> to take down. I understand, Zach. I know you're. that's why you're choking. But <laughs> it's worth oh, God. it.
0: <laughs> I know. Every so, time I look, it's still $40. Let me look again. But, yeah, keep talking.
1: So, next topic. Uh, I. It appears <gasps> that... It's, Alexander it's $16 Rossi.
0: on Steam. I'm so sorry. It's $16 on Steam. Are you kidding? Wait. That's... Cap! They lied! That's his third... I'm sorry, Alex. I interrupted you for no reason. Okay. Keep
1: I am staring at Zach and my disappointed teacher <laughs> so right sorry. now. I'm so sorry. So, it appears Alexander Rossi to Arrow, McLaren, SP is likely announced this Friday. From all the signs point that, if you saw Pato Awards TikTok, Andretti or McLaren? Uh, <laughs> I thought that was very cute. Yeah. It, it appears it there's going to be a big announcement on Friday, and it's been rumored that this will be announced in Detroit. They're going to be in Detroit. So yeah, Rossi to McLaren likely confirmed this weekend. Interesting. Do you have any comment on that, Zach, or you have to choke some more? I want to ask you him got? in
0: person, like Pato did. That was so funny. Andretti? <laughs> it oh was so goodness. funny. That's so funny. I can't. I'm sorry, I kind of butchered that accent, but um,
1: it was very funny. That whole TikTok, you should watch it. It's very. It was good. really
0: good. He did a funny. What else did he do?
1: He asked Roman Grosjean, "Fire
0: or ice?" And Roman laughed. In reference to his Bahrain <laughs> crash, girl, <laughs> he's Bottom's going. He's going to a place where fire is. I'm telling you, what that was messed up, but funny.
1: That- <laughs> And I learned Joseph Newgarden prefers waffles over pancakes. Thank God. I thought was very fun. Okay. Next topic. Um, Zach caused some controversy on Twitter.com by saying Danica Patrick's outfit was orange. Like. Zach, it it, is red.
0: On my TV it looked orange. I'm still kind of on team. It's red-orange because color is a spectrum. And there's obviously a space between red and orange where Mm -hmm. it's literally both. Um, why do we have to label everything? Everything's a spectrum. Um, but yeah, why do we have to label everything, Alex? There's definitely some orange in there. I'm sorry. You
1: can't, you can't argue what colors are colors.
0: Bestie. Color, it's literally a You're spectrum. being
1: pretentious.
0: You're being pretentious! Girl, shut <laughs> up! You're so funny. Marcus Erickson will win the 500.
1: Um... Yeah, you probably think Marcus Erickson's car is orange too. It's the same shade of red. <laughs> it's the same kind Girl, of red. No,
0: I just, I really, and, if I had to pick red or orange, looking back at it, okay, it's red, but on my TV, it looked orange, and I still think there's we a have bit of an
1: admission. We have an admission. It's all good. I just wish dress, no, it's red. Danica's
0: fault because she did not take a picture of her outfit and put it on any social media.
1: So it's her fault. It was on TV. She'll need to do that.
0: Yeah, she does. For situations <laughs> like this, she needs to do this. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Not me, the Next first Next topic top, for the the tea.
0: I see. Never mind. Keep talking.
1: Next topic. Joe Gibbs Racing. This is last week, but this is the only thing for the T. So yeah. we didn't talk about so we it. We
0: saved it. Yeah.
1: Joe Gibbs Racing has hired JTG's marketing firm to help find <laughs> sponsorship for Kyle Bush. I thought this was really interesting because they're really they are still struggling to find sponsorship for Kyle Busch for next year, um, and they had to f- go to an a, another team, but it was with a different manufacturer, by the way, to find sponsors for Kyle Busch. And then after this was came, this came out, Joe Gibbs said that they're really close to having something signed with a major tech company for Kyle Busch next season. Uh, not sure what that it's means a or who that could tech be. Company.
0: A ma- how um, major though? Like do I know who Like they how major? Are? Do I if I don't know who they are, they're not a major tech company.
1: Like is it Microsoft? Like that'd be major. That'd be cool. That would be cool. They I sponsor mean, Hendrick right now. We talk about but... I
0: talked about how it's like Kyle Bush, him acting like a little bit of a donkey has not helped the sponsorship sponsorship search. But he proved at Charlotte that he still got what it takes. I mean he's like third in points right now, too. Um Yeah. He's still good. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's interesting I don't know. that they 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 are getting some they are going hard to get a sponsorship. And I yeah. think it really is because there's so many races to fill, right? Mm-hmm. Because most teams have already gotten to the point where it's like each sponsor gets like 12 races at most or something like that. So And
1: <laughs> you know, JTG they're able to fill that 47 car with a different sponsor every week. I of, think so. they're all they're all associate sponsors with Kroger. Yeah, I
0: don't think that counts. But that doesn't count. But
1: still, it's Kroger. Still, they get something different brand on there every week. No, nah, that means something. I don't
0: know. I don't think so, because Kroger. You don't think so? Kroger, the Kroger people get to get to decide.
1: Kroger people, <laughs> if it's
0: Nature Valley or Velveeta <laughs> or like Reese's, Reese's, they get, they get to decide what's on the side. It's kind of like right. Um, well, I don't know, but yeah, that's how that works. Right. Not to burst your bubble. Not that I mean I already I already
1: bursted yours with the orange dress thing so I think we're even. It's okay.
0: I've I cut you off like five times this episode so.
1: So Austin Dillon has a reality show called Life in the Fast Lane yeah. that's going to air on USA Network this yeah. in June.
0: And I just realized it's like kind of coinciding because that's when the NBC portion of the schedule starts in yeah. same network. And so I think that's that's kind of interesting. Um, get you know, see y'all. Y'all been saying
1: People are mad about it. Y'all
0: been saying that there needs to be like obviously it's not Drive to Survive, but that there needs to be more media in NASCAR and I think a reality show like this, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I'm gonna be real with you. Like I don't I don't know why y'all so mad. I think it's
1: fine. It's fine. It's not it's mid. If you you don't like it, don't watch it. Like I don't
0: Yeah. (laughs) And like this Twitter comment right here. Like, they're, they're kind of spitting. Like, I don't see y'all's favorite drivers digging into their personal lives. Like, okay, why isn't right. Chase Elliott doing this then? Like,
1: right. Austin like, Dillon's
0: giving up his time, and he is a Daytona 500 champion.
1: Yeah, Austin Dillon was probably w- willing to do this. Well, yeah. he not probably, he is. And was probably one of the only ones who was willing to. Like, I'm sure NBC was like, oh, Chase Elliott, will you do this? Ryan Blaney, will you do this? And they probably <laughs> said no.
0: Yeah, and so, like... I yeah know. reality tv it can be trashy it can suck like it can be fake and
1: it's still exposure it's something i don't think there's anything wrong with this i
0: i don't think it hurts i it's i you mean know. honestly fox hurts nascar's image more on the actual 100%. broadcast
1: 100 percent. so and we're gonna we have more to say about them in a bit as i said
0: so and then
1: yeah, lastly yep zach Yes, you would like to talk about this tweet from our friend Cassie. Oh
0: yeah, so Cassie, um, Fambro, Fambro, I don't know if I said her name right, her last name right, but um, Cassie, Cassie on Twitter, um, y'all, y'all hi bestie, y'all probably know who she you're, is. Um, she was you're on probably our,
1: listening, hi bestie. She was,
0: <laughs> hey bestie, she was <laughs> on um an episode before. So she tweeted this, and I thought it was really interesting. Um, and I wanted to talk about it. So, um, quote. We may not all realize it, but we are in the beginning of a really cool renaissance for NASCAR led by at Denny Hamlin and at Justin Marks. Um, And I'm just like, I don't like agree or disagree. It's just like, I don't know. I didn't think about it like that before. Like, well, those two specifically leading the charge. And, uh, you know, Justin Marks, I think, has kind of showed really how to do a race team right now. You know, he, I mean, mm-hmm. he's a brand new team owner. And he's got the best car right now, Ross Jastain, the number one car, Um, and then Denny's also a new team owner, and it's like, he's very vocal on Twitter, and he's not afraid to speak his mind, and I don't know, there's a, and he just won the Coca-Cola 600, so NASCAR is in a time, I've, you know, I've been watching NASCAR since 2008, and NASCAR is in a time of a lot of change, Um, if there's any yeah. time for something big to happen this is the time, especially with this next-gen car. There's, you know, practice and qualifying got revamped. I don't know. What do you think about that, Alex? Like, are are they leading the charge? Like, what do you think?
1: I think there's definitely something to this, for mm-hmm. sure. Because Hamlin... If you haven't listened to Dale Jr. download episode with Hamlin from last week, I highly recommend it. It's really good. Then he talks about how NASCAR needs to do better with younger people. And how the times have changed, they need do different things. He's very woke I mean, Denny Hamlin,
0: in terms of, like, woke in like NASCAR sense, not woke as in, like, gay yeah. rights.
1: And <laughs> Just Hamlin clarify. has brought in Michael Jordan, and then he said that he's not going to put more investments into his team, like, growth, if, unless NASCAR helps out the teams more. Because right now the TV is getting a mass majority of the money. Interesting. So... And then he said, for the All-Star race, Blaney probably only got maybe less than half of the All-Star money, a million dollars. So it's like, why, you know, it's not really like worth, worth it for the... Like Blaney
0: himself as the driver?
1: Yeah. Oh. And so. the team's got the rest, and a lot of it went elsewhere. But yeah, Denny Hamlin has done a lot of cool things at 2311 as a team owner. He's been very vocal on Twitter, obviously. Yes. Justin Marks, I 100% agree, is leading NASCAR into a whole different era. I honestly wish Marks was a team owner in IndyCar. Because IndyCar needs someone like this. Yeah. 100%. And
0: just, oh, this is more t too. We forgot to put the Kimi Raikkonen and thing.
1: This this is what I was going to say. Justin yeah. Marks is having Kimi Raikkonen going to race at, Watkins, at Watkins Glen with Project 91, this team that, this a uh, third track house car that's going to bring in international drivers. Which is so And I bet cool. anything... I bet anything though, Jimmy Johnson for the double next year in the six hundred. That would be so I, cool. I feel like that's definitely going to happen. It's like the old Ganassi uh,
0: team, so it's like perfect. Oh, perfect yep. match.
1: And Justin Marks has done so good. He brought Pitbull in, as Hamlin has brought in Michael Jordan. And Trackhouse, that is like a top tier team right now. I would say Chastain and Suarez were the best two cars in the six hundred. Yeah, and. Like, all of a sudden, they are a super team. They're going to bring in international stars.
0: Bringing, and, like, they're
1: very stars, focused on first. And Justin Marks is... Justin Marks is doing things that no team owner's really done before. And it's working. So, I would say, yeah, I would agree with Kathy. See, that uh, Dennis and Justin Marks have done really good things as team owners. And I don't think... I think they've really pushed the boundary of what a team owner can do in nascar in two different ways
0: it's like almost a different philosophy of team owning i wish i could cite a specific example but their vibe and like uh, i need to watch that thing that little documentary they had made about them i forgot what it was called but it was like from early in the season do you know what i'm talking about
1: i don't know they had something
0: they had some kind of documentary i have to go back and look for it Um, who track house
1: okay i didn't i didn't know they had one
0: i gotta look back at it but um but no it's like i think they're just the fact that they're so new and that they kind of do things a little bit different like they're moving their shop to nashville like that's already different it's gonna
1: be downtown nashville that's really cool and
0: like they just have so much swagger and confidence almost and they're backing it Mm -hmm. up on the racetrack and even like let's talk about twenty three eleven. Bubba ran really good the other night. They still got they need they need to get a whole new pit crew. I'm gonna be real with you, but yeah. Um, and Kurt Bush obviously just won Kansas. Like they're doing really good. Some people yeah. under Cassie's tweet were like, um, I would add Kozlowski to that personally. I I don't know if Dale yeah. Jr. is leading a renaissance either though. It's like
1: I don't think Kozlowski's done enough yet. Yeah, yeah. And then exactly. Dale Jr.
0: He's just Dale chillin'.
1: Jr. Is Dale Jr. He's
0: chilling. He's minding his business. If
1: Junior got team. in the Cup Series, I would 100% agree.
0: If Junior, but, if he started owning an, like, I feel like
1: Junior, he is vocal, but mm-hmm. he's
0: not, he doesn't got. the he's impact. He's not a Cup that, owner. He doesn't have the impact that Hamlin and, well, mm,
1: he has the impact, but he's not a team owner. He's and not,
0: cup. like, actually doing anything, or Is like, NASCAR doesn't have to listen to him.
1: Right. They
0: kind of have an obligation to listen to Hamlin and Marks, even if they yeah. don't it sounds like they don't listen um so we'll see how this develops um yeah it's interesting all right
1: so that's the tea it's grand return mm-hmm. as it's been a while so now let's talk about the coca-cola 600 and where do we even start with um this race. At lap
0: one i guess i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> lap one 400 oh jesus um
1: well so- let's actually start with lap 600 or Actually, how many laps was it? Well, well, not lap. Mile, 615 or whatever. Longest NASCAR race in history. Yeah, by distance. Uh, Denny Hamlin won the Coca-Cola 600. Let's actually start with this. Do you think Hamlin now has all the Triple Crown? Not Triple Crown. All the Crown Jewels. (sighs)
0: Ain't that a debate. Did he win Bristol Knight? Yes. When did he win that? Oh, 2019. I'm sorry. Um. mm,
1: because this was a big debate. Girl, I don't have
0: time to get into the Brickyard 400. Because I ain't, y'all don't I got would time say, to get into that.
1: It, I would say if you want to have a Triple Crown, which is why I said that, it'd be Daytona, Darlington, and a Coke 600. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if you want, if you want to add a fourth, I would say Bristol Knight. Before, mm-hmm. it would have been the Brickyard. That doesn't exist anymore. They're getting rid of the, the Brickyard is, is so a race. stupid.
0: They need to put it back. I'm sorry. Like, I... Uh... Because I think a win at Indianapolis, I guess it still counts if it's on the road course because it's Indianapolis. It's just, I don't know. I think he's got the triple crown. He's got the three biggest races. Those are the three big NASCAR races, right? They have Mm -hmm. so much history behind them. Like, Bristol Knight doesn't have that much history behind it compared, right? Because, Bristol. I mean, they've only had lights at Bristol since, like, the 80s, I think you know so it's like mm-hmm. the 600's been a thing since the 50s right am i am i yeah the 50s that, i believe
1: or yeah, yeah. 59
0: well, 59's the first 600
1: yeah i would say this really cements hamlin as like i mean i think he already was but he's the best driver without a championship i think the 600 easily puts him above mark martin yeah I'd because he's won Several Daytona 500s. Won the Southern 500. He's won this. He's won won Bristol a few
0: times too. Yeah,
1: like Like three. And this was his. This was his 58th career win. Wow! Like he almost has 60 career wins.
0: Wow! That's crazy. How many does Kyle Busch have?
1: I think Kyle Busch has 60.
0: That's crazy. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is it. I mean, let me I double th- check that. I've been new that he's like the best driver without a championship, honestly. Um, right. And let's also keep in mind that championships are defined differently these days. So
1: correction, Hamlin has forty-eight. I'm I thought that say. sounded right when I thought that I thought that sounded wrong when I said he has forty-eight wins. My bad. He tied somebody, and Kyle Busch has uh, sixty. Okay. Cool. It's cool. Harvick has fifty-eight. That's what I was thinking. Period.
0: Yeah, I mean. But. I've I thought about I've thought this way about Hamlin for a long time. It's good to see him get a crown jewel though because he was missing a few, right? He's still missing Brickyard Indy, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um I don't
1: But well, that doesn't exist anymore.
0: I think I think just now kind of me realizing like the history of Bristol night is different than why the Southern 500 is. Like Bristol's on the level of like Martinsville and just like tracks mm-hmm. that are really their mainstays on the calendar because they're simply just good races. Whereas, like, there's history, like, the Southern 500, the first super speedway, you know, 600's our longest race competing with Indy, and then Daytona's obvious. Like, they've been yeah. around since, like, the 50s, so it's, like, they're a little bit different. They're a little bit of a different level. Yeah. Brickyard got a pass because it's it's the most famous track in the world, you know, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my opinion on it. So, yes, to answer your question, yes.
1: <laughs> cool. So, this was the most chaotic 600 ever. Zach, preseason, you made a prediction that the Coca-Cola six hundred would be good. That was your bold prediction it for would the be, season. Yeah.
0: I said positively positively recepted and then we have people on Twitter going like this was the best race of the year. Best race in a long time. And ninety I, I don't know if Jeff Jeff Gluck's poll was like ninety got, something.
1: He got ninety.
0: Ninety. Yeah. Got ninety
1: percent saying yes. It was, it was good.
0: solid. Is there now wasn't perfect, obviously. Like Like, I don't like finding, I don't like looking for problems, but I have to say, I was entertained. Um, though, I mean, the highlight of the race was Chase Briscoe versus Kyle Larson, and, um, I'm, so they added resin to the track, and it made the top groove, or helped the top groove become very, like, preferred. Mm -hmm. My hot take of the, of the, um, the week is that tracks with a preferred top groove suck. Mm. And the reason why is because it becomes really easy for the car to defend.
1: What about Homestead?
0: Listen, yeah, kind of. It kind of applies to Homestead too. Homestead's a little bit different because it's like I, I feel wouldn't like can
1: go really as far different. to say they suck. They I don't, get what okay, you're saying. I'm suck, assuming but... you're talking about the Briscoe battle, but
0: yeah. So it's just like the well, my theory, not my theory, but my reasoning is if the if the same car. Does not have to get off the top line. Because you can run the top the entire way around the racetrack. You don't have to travel to the bottom at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're if you're going to defend... Like, if you have to defend... If the, if the inside line's preferred and you have to defend, you have to pull off the preferred line. Like, going into the corner. You're going to make your entry
1: shallow. Do you know what I'm talking about? You look confused. Kind of. Like... I feel like you're just going off and I'm just listening. You're... So. Okay.
0: So Kyle Larson, how does he defend against Chase Briscoe? He stays well, he against stays the on wall. The top. He stays against the wall on the straightaway and then he can just stay there for the corner. If the bottom line is faster, he has to pull he has to either block Briscoe down there and like defend it preemptively, mm-hmm. which would hurt his entry into the corner. So it's hard for him to defend. It's harder for him to defend. because. Are you I,
1: saying you didn't like the briscoe Larson? No, method? I
0: did like it, but I think Briscoe had a little bit of trouble getting past him.
1: There were I think t- that's a lot to do with uh, less horsepower and dirty air. Yeah, you could. If they had more horsepower and they fixed the dirty air a bit more... That's fair. I think it would have been better. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't think it was really on the track because this was kind of... I think Kansas, they were able to go literally anywhere yeah. they wanted. So but I that's think Kansas, Kansas the Bristol bottom, got still, him. the
0: bottom still kind of worked at Kansas, or even the middle still worked. It's like Charlotte. Yeah. I really feel like the top was the only place.
1: Well, cars were still using the bottom,
0: yeah,
1: throughout the race. Mm. It's not like they were just right in the top. Yeah, I guess pile. so. I are right. That's that's why. I was, that's probably why I look confused. I'm Sorry, I
0: just, just went off.
1: I still. I they still... were they were running they were running all over at Charlotte. Yeah. I get what you're saying with the Larson Briscoe thing,
0: but I still believe that. But. No, the battle was good. I mean, that. Let's talk about that moment where Larson literally was getting passed, and then he said, "Nope, passed him back." Well, he didn't even pass him back. He was still he stayed alongside him, and then like Briscoe got loose or something before he before Mm -hmm. he spun, and he kept the lead. That was NASCAR. Yeah, that's what NASCAR is about. It's not about these overtime restarts. It's not about the four wide off the corner. That is what NASCAR is about. What I, NASCAR is about is Briscoe spinning out trying to get a win. That is I was what disappointed
1: is about. that it ended like that for Briscoe. Yeah, and then I mean, Kyle still Larson came back to finish fourth. Win. But I, I was hoping they would finish that battle to the end of the race that was so much yeah. fun to watch. And Kyle Larson had to go to the back of the pack. Like what? 15 times it yeah. felt like and then he still came back up there. I
0: forgot. It was I mean, crazy. yeah. That first half of the race, I mean, he literally was so down. Cliff Daniels gave like MVP, like crew chief of the year, dude. Like crew chief of the year mm-hmm. pep talked him back up. And then he almost won that race. It, and it's it, I will say
1: Cliff Daniels that pep talk was really cool and good. Yeah. But like that's his job. I don't get why people were that Excited about it. I mean, it's his no, job it was a really that.
0: good pep talk, though. It's in it, it really, was. We don't talk about that a lot with the drivers, like the mentality and stuff, and like.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I just it's it's his job, though. That's why I'm kind of confused. That's it's one of those. Everyone was so excited about it.
0: In my opinion, it's one of those things too dramatized because it's actually a part of the pure sport of it. And anytime that NASCAR yeah. can focus on the pure sport that they have left, it's good, right? Like that Briscoe Larson mm-hmm. thing was pure. It was good, and then. We got a little stupid on that restart, but yeah, that's just how it is. I mean, it was a little stupid. I can't. I don't know.
1: So, should we talk about the end of the race?
0: Um, let's talk about. Should we talk about tire things first?
1: Sure. Yeah, there were a lot of tire issues in this race. You had Bush, Larson, this season, lots of others. Chase Elliott, Kansas, yeah. we had
0: problems, right? Kansas had problems, and then. <laughs> Like, we've had problems all year, it feels like, especially these tracks with high loads. Um, And I'm sick of it because it just... It's one thing for a tire to go down, but number one, it feels kind of unlucky, and two, it just feels dumb because it's like we know a caution's gonna come out. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. It takes a lot of the unknown out of the race.
1: I still don't mind it. I feel like the team's... One, I think it's a lot to do with how the car was built. It's really heavy on the tires. That's what Goodyear's saying too, is that the it's just the way this car is. It's a lot heavier on the tires. So it's a lot more pressure on them. That's why they're blowing out. Yeah. But and it's but like, then I don't I don't want Goodyear to go back and be more conservative and make, make it so the tires work. will never blow out. Because then we're gonna go back to what we had the past couple of years, and it's just gonna be boring. Yeah. We want the t- tires to wear out like they are right now. So, I feel like I don't want them to yeah. go back. There definitely needs to be know? a
0: balance, though. I'm going to be... Like, this is... It's a little ridiculous. And also, yeah. is it on the teams, though? It's like, there's recommended pressures. And compare... It's like, does there need to be a rule? There's, does there need to be a tire pressure mandate? It's, can they even do that? Because it's like, that depends on heat, too. Right. So, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just dumb. I'm sorry. It's dumb to get a caution every... 40 laps because jim bob cut a tire like jim bob austin centric <laughs> god it's just i'm sorry it's dumb yeah i don't like it i don't well like it all. i think
1: they should just get if they would get rid of stages i don't think you would care as much because the stages take up about half an hour of this race so yeah i mean probably more than that honestly so if they did that this race probably a whole hour shorter
0: I just think and it... then it would
1: be like, oh, there were a lot of cautions. I didn't even realize. No, I feel just... like that wouldn't be as bad.
0: No, it just makes the race look bad. I'm sorry. It just makes it look like... It makes Goodyear look bad, too. Like, it makes... Like, look... there
1: were a lot of cautions, and I don't think it's a great look. I agree. But I don't think it's, like, that bad. Like, I think it made <laughs> the race more interesting. It's like, oh, my gosh, they're on edge. They're racing really hard. The and car they need could to, go to out tires at any too. moment.
0: It's like, you cannot... Yeah. Like, if I was a driver and then I like, all right... I don't think we need to risk that. like, or I'd be like, okay, crew chief, how's the tire wear? Because do I and they only the had
1: thirteen sets of tires, I believe, and I it was twelve, and then they had one scuff.
0: I did qualify. notice there were less tire failures at the end of the race, so it's like maybe the ones that set up their car bad for tires, they all blew their tires, and everyone else that set up their car right was still in the race. So maybe it's just something that the teams have to yeah. adapt to. I would be mm-hmm. interested to see like the like a graph of or like a chart of like all the teams that have blown tires and it's like is there one team yeah. that's blowing more tires i don't know i i think i hope they i hope it becomes more random because teams will always blow tires but i that's yeah when it's happening consistently i don't like it it ruins the race yeah. in my but not ruins but it's it's not good
1: so would you agree with Ray Dunlap who tweeted on Twitter saying that they need to change this car cuz it's too hard to drive and the tires are blowing out? Do you think is that do you agree with him that the too hard to drive it's causing Not too, the too many costs? To um
0: I would That's
1: that's related to the tires. I
0: think it's easier to say that it's it's easier to change the tires than the car at this point. I mean they need to change the car for at least five reasons other than tires. Like we need to mm-hmm. fix Martinsville. Like you know, like yeah. You know, let's fix a, Martinsville first.
1: The um, <laughs> mile and a halfs are fun again, but the short tracks. I'm worried about Gateway this weekend. I don't. I think it's gonna be a snooze fest. It's yeah. a flat short track. But.
0: Like, I still want. Like again, it was still a good race. Uh, I'm not gonna die yeah. on the hill tired. I think I'm interested to see how the mile and a halfs look in the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. But then
0: also you have playoff contenders too. What if they cut tires? Oh, that would be dramatic. That's Ugh. true.
1: It's true. So
0: that could get messy. Or maybe it's what NASCAR wants. So, we'll see. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because it definitely was a talking point Sunday night.
1: Um, And then we had Chris Busher who flipped, which was... That cemented to me. This was a crazy-ass race. Like, what is going on? We had a car flip at Charlotte.
0: We had two big wrecks, actually, that race. Yeah. That's crazy. But Um,
1: I would say Busher flipping was crazier than Blaney. No, we had three big wrecks,
0: right? Because we had a wreck on a restart, didn't we? Blaney?
1: Yeah, that's what I was referring to. And then he had the four wide incidents. So we three big wrecks. We had yeah. three
0: big wrecks. Oh my god, I for Holy shoot. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, you
1: had you had Blaney spinning, causing the big pileup, you had the four wide incident at the end. I still think Bushers was the craziest moment of the race. That was so in or two
0: thousand three, because he's literally not even yeah. going that fast at that point, and then he just his car starts flipping. And it happened the same way it does it in our two thousand three. It just catches a part of the track that's really grippy for him. Yeah. It's in the infield, and he caught like a part where it and
1: kudos to Fox. They actually caught the flip this time. They missed it at Daytona. They got this one. Wow, good job, Fox what Sports. What flips
0: did they miss at Daytona?
1: Harrison Burton.
0: No, they caught that flip. Oh, you mean it live?
1: St- when it was live, they, I'm sorry. They did not get that live, bestie. No, they did actually, not get honestly, that live. their
0: their race directions gotten better.
1: Uh, have they? I don't know about. I don't know about that.
0: Well, not race direction, <laughs> they, but. Uh, They miss less stuff, maybe. No, that's Cap. They literally miss stuff.
1: Can we talk about Fox since we're on the topic?
0: Let's talk about Fox. I got some stuff to say about that whore. Me
1: too. (laughs) Fox Fox Sports do not... NASCAR do not bring Fox Sports back. Awful. Zero out of ten. They're garbage. Terrible. Tomato,
0: tomato, tomato.
1: Tomato, tomato, tomato. Boo, (laughs) corny. Get off the stage.
0: Corny! They are corny, though. They're the most corny. They are corny. corny. Oh, my
1: God. Okay. Positives: Jamie McMurray belongs in the TV booth. I love good. him. Thumbs up. He's very good. Clint Boyer, terrible. Get him out. Give him the Rutledge Wood job. Something else. Jimmy like, give him the Michael Waltrip job. Like, Jamie I don't care. gives
0: Clint so much attitude. I've been saying on he Twitter did. all weekend, I always wanted a sassy right. gay man in the NASCAR booth. They didn't have that, but they gave me Jamie McMurray, and it's the closest that's thing a, they have.
1: That's the closest and thing they had. Jamie
0: McMurray ate Red Clint for filth many times this weekend. And kudos so, to him.
1: So Fox onboard cameras. Okay. That's blurry. Gotta stop. Did you notice the onboard cameras are blurry? They're not even like good HD, quality.
0: Right, they're not they're like seven they're like, like my webcam here. Like they just like I put the webcam on top of the car. They like, alright, go.
1: Like after watching F1 and Indy, they have like pristinely clear onboard cameras and then you go to nascar looks like you're watching some 360p video then it's a whole screen and i'm just like what are we doing and then it? You I want... <clears throat> during the briscoe larson battle one shot is briscoe's helmet of him driving and then the other is an onboard camera we don't know what's going on Yes, it is ridiculous they do
0: do that a lot
1: it it's is so awful annoying. like show us the cars we cannot see what they're doing it's stupid. Fox should not get the NASCAR contract after twenty-four. This is beyond a joke.
0: It's like when Restarts too, they'll do onboards. Like literally they're going three wide yeah. right now. Can we see it? Like Well oh, at one moment, point the some whole screen I the race where I was like that. I'm like, come on, girl.
1: One point the whole screen was uh Larson's crew chief and Briscoe's crew chief. They weren't even showing the cars. They were racing. Like what you can't it's do so... that. I'm sorry.
0: You just can't do that. Oh my
1: gosh! It it's awful. Number Fox one, rule sports rule of should race not broadcasting. get the contract.
0: Number one, roll race broadcasting. Have the race on the screen, not an onboard camera. Yes. Have the race
1: onboard cameras. I've I made this rant after Richmond as well. They need to be for replays only, if you're, or have a dual screen. I know Fox loves those as they were showing. People driving their cars, you could see them on the steering wheel. And they had an onboard beside that, so we couldn't see anything. Oh my god, they were driving me crazy. This race would have been my favorite of the weekend. My favorite was still the Indy 500. Purely because of Fox Sports' coverage. It was that bad. They really dwindled this race down. They made it a clown show. It's a joke. Meanwhile, NBC was, like, fantastic all day.
0: its I'm glad people it, got the... Accurate comparisons of F1. I mean, yeah. you know, David Croft and Martin Brundle, they're like, why are we not racing right now? There's, I know yeah. there's rain on the track, but we should be racing right now. Clint Boyer would be like, oh, well, NASCAR, I just think they're trying to, you know, do all this. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. I Only two more Fox races left. I cannot wait to I didn't realize have my that. sanity back.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so there's only
1: Gateway and Sonoma left for Fox. Cool. And... Oh, yeah, Michael Listen. Waltrip's in the booth next week. Because that's great.
0: Because that <laughs> will be...
1: That's helpful. We're
0: set up for a great show on Sunday. Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: they're at a flat track, which the Gen 7 has been awful at. And then they have Michael Waltrip and Boyer in the booth together.
0: Corny. Talk about corn. Corny.
1: Yeah. I, I don't love corn. I do not love corn this week. I don't
0: love week. that corn. Oh, my gosh. Why? Um, what They should have had Kenny anyway. Wallace. And I, know I think he's... Kenny
1: Wallace will be there. Yeah, he. They... I think they did say that. Good,
0: because I know he's controversial, but at least he's actually funny.
1: <laughs> right, Kinda. that's who I thought they were going to have, honestly.
0: Yeah, but... or Carl, get Carl out of his doomsday bunker oh, or something.
1: Carl did not. They asked Carl. He they probably like called Carl, bunker. and he probably
0: hung up as soon as they said, hey, this is NASCAR on Fox. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they said NASCAR. Nope. Mm mm.
1: Anyway, I'm on
0: vacation forever. That's another I'm Fox retired. Sports
1: rant. They were terrible, um, dreadful. Tony
0: Stewart at Sonoma I, will be good though. Yes. They'll
1: end it off on a I, I am excited for NBC to take over because we'll have some confidence. I know people don't like Rick Allen. I understand, but at least they're talking about the race.
0: Yeah, most of the time. At least talking until, about the race until they get to the playoffs, where they'll just talk about the playoffs. But at least for these ten weeks.
1: Well, kind at of. least with the playoffs, it matters. That's part of the. At sport. least it's
0: not like yeah. At least,
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least like, the playoffs like means something. Tea. They'll have four cameras going at the same time, dual screens. you can watch everything for the playoffs. Yeah. NBC's top notch. Them race directors work hard. They're like they do. Well, the
0: Fox race directors are just like they're sitting back. They're like, mm, put the onboard on. And they're on their phone. Did you
1: did you see the all drivers broadcast? I I, I
0: call a little bit of it. Um, I'm not the Bear, biggest fan of it, but
1: okay. So it was it was fine. I had it on the background. I was yeah, doing stuff. I was busy Saturday. Um, I think there there was a battle for the lead, and you could hear Kevin Harvick very faintly in the background. He was like the lead commentator. He was yelling at someone. Harvick was yelling at someone, saying, "We need to get the damn cameras on the leaders or something." Dude! Oh my god, it, was, it made me laugh so hard. Because they're talking about the battle for the lead, and Fox is on a camera on like sixth place or something. Because that was a good
0: battle. Like was a- that the end where it's like Barry yeah. versus Olgar? Yeah, that was a good yeah, race. They,
1: they had this side by side battle, and they're on like sixth place right now with the cards all by their own. And Blaney and Logano are talking about the battle for the lead, and Harvick's out there is ba- behind the scenes yelling at someone kind of hear it oh it was glorious oh yeah my they need
0: to fix it they need to do these something.
1: drivers are not professionals and even they know like this is stupid it's like Mike joy oh my i don't
0: know if they're afraid because they work with them every week but like they need
1: to Mike joy is ready for retirement he's chilling
0: he's getting that paycheck he's
1: just he's getting paid he's just he don't care anymore I don't think. He, he knows that's
0: so... going to going to <laughs> going a
1: crap his um, comment last week at texas where he's like i know what's going on but i ain't gonna say it
0: did he say that wait when did he say that i remember that he
1: he said something like that was it was it it
0: when that caution came out when blaney should have
1: won the race boyer said i don't know what to say and mike said "No, he said i "I know know what to say (laughs) yeah
0: i'm gonna get up and run that kills me that kills (laughs) me i'm sorry we need to move on let's talk about that that restart the last restart
1: Back to the race, the final restart. Yeah, well, the last two. Where
0: they went... So, the tire strategies. They pitted. Larson mm-hmm. and some other boys took two tires. Um, I don't know if anyone stayed out. And then... I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. And
0: then... What's it called? And then... I didn't even realize this at the time. Um, because Fox doesn't tell me anything. Some guys took four tires. Mm-hmm. And... Austin, I mean, so the restart happens, and I'm cheering for, like, whoever it was. Oh, I gotta look at a replay, but, um... for Because I'm obviously rooting for Larson here, and I was rooting for them to go three wide for second. Because I'm like, oh, that will slow them down, and then Larson will get by. So I'm rooting mm-hmm. for Austin Dillon to make it three wide, but then I'm like, no, he has fresh tires! Boy, my boy's <laughs> gonna get Larson! Larson's going like a snail into turn three! Austin Dillon's there, Hanlon comes, or four wide they wreck
1: four horrible. wide coming to the white flag that is that was cool that was i cool. did not see I, austin dylan's run coming like that why did we not I have the really, all-star race here i really <laughs> wish that they didn't wreck could you imagine they oh took the white God. four wide how would that have finished like, I, I want to know what would happen if they didn't wreck. I, I think Hamlin would have
0: still won anyways, which is really funny. But um,
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, that it was so cool. I was screaming. I was screaming when that happened. It was cool.
0: It was good. I mean, I was, again, it brought me back to Talladega. D- dude,
1: mm-hmm. I saw
0: something where it's like the last pass for the win, five times it's been Larson getting passed this year. He's, really? He's gotten a oh lot. Of, he should have won. Like, not should have won. But, like, he's been in contention to win, like, a lot of races and still only has that one win at California.
1: Wow. Wow, yeah, right? Yeah, he is always up there, ain't he? Yeah.
0: And, like, he, it's been a weird season for him. Luckily, he's in a sport where you don't need to, like, actually finish. Yeah, the- it doesn't matter. Five, <laughs> but he's missing. I mean, he's missing a lot of playoff he's... points. Yeah. You know, I mean, he last year if he if it, you know if he actually executed all of those races and had all these playoff points, he'd be looking very good. So right, this is interesting to me. Um, you know, but it was like Talladega. Where I'm like actually rooting for him again, which you know brings me back because he hasn't mm-hmm. won that much this year and he hasn't. I just wanted him to win. You know. So
1: yeah, yeah. This was definitely one of the most fun Coke 600s in a while. Yeah um you know i think this really proves once and for all that uh texas is bad charlotte can be good it's not, i would argue yeah. charlotte and texas were like the worst mile and a half
0: yeah
1: but now we've had a good race at charlotte texas was still bad.
0: and let's let's say this are race lengths the problem now I, I will say five and a half hours for a nascar race That was a little ridiculous, and that kind of goes back to the cautions and stuff, because stage cautions
1: add so much time. Oh,
0: yeah. That could have been a four and a half hour race. Definitely. This
1: race was, like, barely long, or, like, just about the same length as the 2005 race. But that race didn't have stage cautions. Yeah. This one did. And that race had, like, 23,
0: like, cautions, too.
1: Right. But, um... So, think about that. (sighs) Yeah, so...
0: That just kind of goes back to, I don't know. Like, talking about the race lengths, I think, and it goes back to what Matt Weaver or somebody said on Twitter after Martinsville. It's like, Mm -hmm. Martinsville felt like a long race, even though it was only 400 laps, because it wasn't good. Whereas a 500-mile Talladega race is fine. So, I think, are race lengths really the problem? I don't know. And it's like the Indy 500 is a 500-mile race, but it doesn't feel like a 500-mile race. Some
1: races do not need to be as long as they are still.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. We Cue could definitely that short- tweet
1: where everyone's like, race shouldn't be shorted except for the 600, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we know. You know. Uh, one oh, more know. thing about Fox is I just remembered this. Oh, God. Uh, I'm sorry. Justin Haley's engine blew up, by the way. <laughs> and Fox did not mention it. They had a wide view of the whole track, and there was a whole bunch of smoke in turn three. And they waved off the restart. Fox did not mention it at all. <laughs> they they just didn't say a word on whose like, engine blew up. On, nothing. Man. I had to find out through Twitter. <laughs> I just remembered that one.
0: They need uh, they anyway. need to do a better job. It's just unacceptable, and it's a lot of
1: this whole uh, season's been unacceptable. It's a
0: lot about how they focus on winning so much, like the NASCAR culture. But ugh, yeah.
1: Order. All right. Anything else on any of the three races? That we've had this weekend. So
0: you said the Indy was your favorite race.
1: Yeah.
0: Honestly. I think think
1: that's mainly because of Fox. I think NASCAR would have been my favorite. I think. If uh, Fox was better.
0: Yeah. I think. I will say the 600 was my favorite. Because of my Larson kind of investment. And also just. I mean. Briscoe versus Larson was just cool. Unbiased. That was cool. That was good racing. Um, Mm -hmm. Like the Indy 500 was average. The 600 was extraordinary. That's what did it for me um yeah that was that was good
1: like was Indy like amazing no like it was really good it was still a
0: good race it was solid the strategy was good we had heartbreak with dixon we had drama um not i don't count the end stuff i didn't like the end stuff that kind of
1: that's that's true um i think
0: it was you know again lap 180 was interesting um it could have been a little bit better but it was still a solid race so no complaints um all right yeah
1: so, oh, Gay Racing Podcast Fantasy. I have taken the lead with that win from Marcus Erickson. The points are now seven to fours. So I got three points. That's awesome.
0: Was that the first one of the season? No, I got. I think I got the win at um, Texas with Joseph, didn't I? Or yes, I got, got it at Long Beach. I think I got it at Long Beach.
1: You got a win somewhere.
0: I got it at Long Beach because <laughs> we both picked Ganassi at Texas. I remember. So that's, I got. That's true. We won the two biggest races of the year. I'm a Long Beach TV champion, and you're an Indy 500 Gate Racing Podcast oh, champion, Alex. Look at us. Congratulations. Look at us go. Congratulations. Wow.
1: Thank you. That's a big win, Alex. That is a big win.
0: Yeah.
1: Now IndyCar is at Detroit. There's only one race there, not 2 Mm-hmm. Last year, I picked Marcus Erickson at Detroit, and I won. So, <laughs> let's see if I can keep this up. Are we ready? Make our picks for Detroit and Gateway. I am ready.
0: Yep. All right. So IndyCar first. All
1: right. Yep.
0: All right. Three, two, one. Willpower.
1: Willpower. Ooh. Clean. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That was
1: rude, but okay.
0: You're rude. Shut up. <laughs> All right. I got my next pick. Me too. I'm looking at you weird. All right. Three, two, one. Pato award
1: alex below okay. okay and i think we both said they were like the championship favorites yeah
0: i think Pato's having a great month his drive his his form is really on i think he'll get a good time mm-hmm. i mean he won. he won the other detroit race last year i remembered because it's not a doubleheader anymore yeah um which is interesting because this is the this is also the last race at bell isle because the detroit race is yes. going to move to the actual downtown Um, Mm -hmm. I forgot what the track layout's gonna look like, but I really like Belle Isle as a racetrack. Um, Me too. I'm gonna miss it. It's a nice racetrack. I hope that we're not like losing out on a good racetrack. So, right. Hopefully, the downtown circuit's good. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, they're solid. I think what both of us have realized that we need to pick guys that are consistently like finishing up front. Yeah. Really get them points, and I have a lot of catching up to do.
1: You've picked Graham Rahal before, and that didn't work out. It's just like you got to pick the guys who are always in that top five. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I am superstitious. I refuse to pick Joseph Newgarden unless I am 100% certain. Yes. So, yeah.
0: I've been, I mean, I picked Will Power because he ran good there last year, and I think it's, he's going to get a win at some point.
1: I think Power's going to get redemption after last year, how he basically yeah. got screwed out of that win. Right. So
0: So if he wins, um, we did call it. True. We did call it. But Very true. All right. NASCAR and at Gateway. he's
1: also the only Powers also the only uh Pensi card right. out of win. And he's arguably been the most consistent he's,
0: too. yeah, he's up there in points. So, that'll be interesting yeah. to see. Um so NASCAR at Gateway, um
1: We are tied.
0: To we are tied NASCAR cuz Kyle Busch came through for me. Um almost got me them 3 points, which would have Oh my god, I would have been so hype. I been that would have been so crazy. So hype. But um, Gateway's hard to predict. We've it's the first cup race there ever, I believe. um, yep. So we'll see. um, Oh, who was my pick? Oh, I gotta remember. Oh
1: shoot. Uh oh. No, we'll I got it. Too late now, Zach. It's I, time to make our picks. I got it.
0: I got it. Are right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Ross Chastain.
1: Kyle Bush. <laughs> <Okay>. What? Watch <laughs> this. The one. Last week, I'm like, I'm going to pick Chastain because you keep picking him and winning. He lets me down. You're going to probably win now with Chastain. Do
0: you know why I picked him?
1: Why? Do you know why I picked him?
0: Ross Chastain! The Wheel! Winner at Gateway! (laughs) (laughs) The meme's going to come back to life. So my second pick, I thought you were going to pick him too. My second pick is William Byron. Because I think he was good at Martinsville. He was good at Richmond. Um... I think, I think
1: Byron, one. Chastain, and Bush are like the three the best big three right now. The
0: big three? Oh no! I maybe well, also. I think you were kind of feeling this vibe too. So with Denny Hamlin winning Charlotte, I think we're at the point of the season where we're going to get repeat winners now. Yeah, I think Chastain's going to get a third very soon. Um, Kyle Busch, he'll get. I mean, he's been running really good this month. I he's think he's been very good. He could definitely win Gateway. I mean, he has experience there. I believe in like. Uh, xfinity not that it really so. matters in these cars um but also i picked chastain because he's been there in trucks lately like if mm-hmm. you want to think about it like that
1: that's true so
0: i liked chastain um
1: chastain probably has the most experience of the field yeah at gateway in
0: terms of like late experience too like most yeah. recent experiences only been trucks there so we'll right. see how that works um I love, not us pick, we literally just traded picks.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. You're going to have a... <laughs> Same drivers will be switched. <laughs> and we
0: picked them at Darlington, too. That's so crazy. <sighs> oh, my God. That's crazy.
1: That's funny.
0: Well, this is going to be fun to watch this weekend, but, um.
1: Yeah. I think these races are on at the same time. So, oh, I know you might need I'll two screens. Uh, maybe skip gateway.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping IndyCar, um, IndyCar normally finishes I... when stage three starts.
1: That's true. So I Listen, I love Gateway. I've said it a couple times now. I'm, glad it's I'm, a, on little the worried. I'm a little worried just because of the history of the, this car so far yeah. on tracks like Gateway. We'll see. And it's a new track, um, too,
0: and I, I don't want their first race to be a snooze fest, either. That's so-
1: yeah. Hopefully it's good. Gateway's a really good track. I almost bought tickets for it, but I decided not to because I wanted to see how the car was, and I did not like how Martinsville looked. Yeah. So I didn't do it. So yeah.
0: yeah, and it might make people not buy tickets there next year. I don't know. I yep. mean, there's a lot. Apparently, of...
1: it's really close to a sellout. So
0: yeah, I mean that. Well, ugh, that makes sense because it's a new track. But it's like okay, yeah. no, I didn't even talk about this. Marcus Smith talking all that game. Like oh well, sales went up for the Texas All Star oh, race this year. It. Bestie, last year was COVID. So I would hope so.
1: I would hope so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Bestie.
1: I would hope so. Like, dang. Oh man.
0: All right, that's all we got today. Um, follow us on Twitter at Gay Racing Pod. Um, I'm at GP. Alex is at Newgaden. Um, we're probably gonna have a guest next week. I just talked to somebody and they said hell, they said hell yes. So, mm. um, so Alex, that's fun. Really cool. So we'll probably have a guest next week. It's actually really cool. Um, they're doing a cool project. Um that gets released tomorrow. So um check out. Yeah, Twitter. we're doing a lot
1: of fun things for Pride Month. So Yeah, we got a few names that out. we're
0: gonna contact. Um some some people in the sport um working for some teams that we actually talked about today. So um Yeah. Hopefully we can get them on. Um if you're if if you're listening and you're gay and you're you do something in motorsports um and you wanna let us know you want to be on the podcast, again DM us on Twitter. Um our DMs definitely on the podcast account are open. My DMs are kind of open, so. Yeah. Alright. Well we'll see y'all next time. Um enjoy the races this weekend. Um, be safe, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye.
1: Bye.